Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, realizing that he is in great danger, Superman makes daring plans with his friend... The famous Batman. Dead or alive, Batman, we've got to find that man at once. Tonight. You mean that ex-con Willie Snyder? Yes. I'm sure he knows I'm Clark Kent. And unless he's prevented from revealing his information, my whole career, my very life, is in danger. Gang, can you imagine what kind of a crazy world this would be if everybody looked alike? If, for instance, all boys had freckles, pug noses, and red hair, and all girls had pink cheeks, blue eyes, and blonde pigtails? Well, life couldn't be duller, or more confusing for that matter. Why, just suppose that the greatest hero in baseball comes to visit your town. You and the gang rush down to the depot to meet him, and you're right up in front there watching for him and waiting for your hero to step down from the train. Suddenly, you think you see him. You let out a great cheer of welcome. And then you discover it's only the druggist from the next block returning from a trip to the country. But he looks just like the greatest hero in baseball, so how are you to know? Well, the only way you could tell the great baseball hero from any other guy is if he wore a sign that says, Baseball Hero. Well, that's the mess we'd be in if all of us looked alike. We'd all have to wear a nameplate for identification. Well, nature has made it much easier for us by giving us lots of differences to spot. Some of us have blonde hair, others red hair, others black, and still others have one of several shades of brown hair. And the same goes for eyes and the shapes of our noses. There are blue, brown, gray, and green eyes, and pug noses, straight noses, flat, pointed, hooked, long, short, and uppity other kinds of noses. There are million and one different things that nature has generously given us so that we can tell each other apart without the necessity for wearing identification tags. So for giving us different colors, sizes, and shapes... We owe nature a vote of thanks. And now, the adventures of Superman. Up until now, only one person in all the world, the famous Batman, was aware that Clark Kent, the mild-mannered reporter, and Superman were one and the same person. But now Superman fears that another man, an ex-convict named Willie Snyder, is in possession of his secret. This startling fact was discovered by Superman when, returning to the apartment he occupies as Clark Kent, he found wide open a movable wall panel behind which he kept a spare costume. And the costume stolen. Batman and Robin discovered Snyder's fingerprints on the panel. 
And a short time later, Sergeant Healy revealed that the ex-convict was intercepted by a police officer in the alley behind Kent's apartment house. What happened to Snyder when he tangled with the policeman, Sergeant? Robinson, the police officer, was shot in the leg. But he's sure he hit Snyder at least twice because he heard him scream. Just the same, Snyder got away. How long ago was this, Sergeant? Uh, just before noon, Batman. Well, it's 6.30 now. That means he's been missing over six hours. That's right, Kent. During that time, we've searched every inch of the neighborhood. We looked in all the dives, contacted every doctor in Metropolis. Found neither hide nor hair of the guy. That's strange. Yes, a wounded man shouldn't be able to get very far. Uh, that's what we figured, too. Somehow, Snyder's managed to give us the slip. So far. Well, we've got to find him right away. Don't worry. We'll find him. No small fry crook can hide out successfully from us for long. We know that. But we've got to find him before he can do some real damage. What do you mean by that, Batman? Skip it. Look, you say Snyder violated his parole, so you must have a picture of him. Sure. I've got a wanted notice with his picture on it right here. Good. Oh, that's Snyder, eh? Say, I've seen this man before. You have, Clark? Sure. He was part of a gang I helped to round up a couple of years ago. You helped round up? Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, uh, Superman did that. I, I, I covered the story. Well, that makes more sense. Slender, middle height, about 155 pounds, squint in left eye, speaks in high nasal whine. Think you'll recognize him if you see him, Batman? Leave it to me, Clark. Let's go, then. We'll check with you later, Sergeant. <laughs> down to my Superman outfit. What are you going to do? Going back to where Willie Snyder was last seen and look for him there. Where's Robin? He went for the Batmobile. He'll be here soon. Well, I can't wait. It's just possible that Snyder is hiding out near the scene of the shooting, you know, waiting for it to get dark and for the police to leave the neighborhood. Could be. He's still alive. On the chance that he is, I've got to nail him before he makes use of his knowledge that I'm Clark Kent or reveals it to others. Because if that happens, I'm a cooked goose. See you later, Batman. Right. Robin and I will join you out there. Okay. Up! Up! And away! This is your Daily Planet radio reporter bringing you the 7 o'clock news. Metropolis. Although believed to be seriously wounded, Willie Snyder, the ex-convict who shot a police officer shortly before noon today, has so far managed to escape capture. Inspector Henderson urges all citizens to be on the lookout for Snyder and to call the police at once if you see Snyder is 36. Yeah, okay, Piggy. You remember Willie Snyder, don't you, Peggy? Yeah, the dope. Yeah, only a dope would shoot a cop. Now all the cops is looking for him. Well, Willie had more brains than that. If he had brains, he wouldn't have gone to the big house. He's a two-time loser, ain't he? Ah, just once. Well, even once makes him a jerk. Oh, I don't know, Peggy. Look at Mike Hickey. He's up to the big house. You gotta admit, he's got brains. Why, he used to run the whole city. Yeah. And now Perry White's running it. White and his punk riff corn crowd. They're starving us to death. Yeah, it sure ain't so good no more, is it? Terrible. White jammed the lid down so tight in this town we're out of business, that's what. Yeah, you said it. Not only that, I can hardly go outside with what some nosy dick from Inspector Henderson's office is looking me over. Remember how in the old days you could spit in a dick's eye? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chopin... I'd leave Metropolis flat. Wait, only it just ain't so easy to crack another big city. And another thing, Perry White can't live forever, you know. Forget that. Your life wouldn't be worth a nickel if you're trying to get White. He cleaned up the police force, the DA's office, the courts, everything. I would just think of some angle. 
Ah, you'll take a one, Bertie. Yeah, well, I'd better if I want to stay out of the pool house. Look, uh, Chopin, uh, play me something, huh? It helps me to think. Yeah, yeah, sure, Bertie. What'll it be? Boogie? Boogie, all right, time. I don't care. Okay, just relax, Boogie. Here comes. It's okay, Biggie. Uh, that's fine. Just keep on playing. Ah, uh, you know me. I have to play all day and all night. You have to gab all the time, too? Okay, I won't say a word. Uh, that's nice. Now, see who it is, Chopin. Yes, okay. Well, hurry up. Tell that fool or have you used to stop ringing. Stop ringing, that's your blip. Holy cats. Biggie, look who it is. Who? What dirt? Willie Snyder, that's who it is. It's Willie Snyder. Startled, the men called Biggie and Chopin stare at Willie Snyder who, ghastly pale and panting, supports himself against the doorframe, clutching a blood-stained blue and red garment under his arm. This is what Superman feared. Now, what will happen? We'll be back in a moment for the dynamic climax of today's episode. So keep listening. You've often heard people say that variety is the spice of life, and it's true. Because variety peps things up and adds a dash of the unexpected into our everyday living. Now, earlier in this program, we let our imaginations fly as we pictured what it would be like if we all looked exactly the same. Well, we found it would be very dull and very confusing. Well, our nation is lucky enough to have the spice of life. Yes, sir, if any country has variety, we do. We have religions of every sort, skin colors of every shade, ancestries of every kind. And our country is the richer for it. We have restaurants here that serve every possible type of food. We have churches and synagogues of every kind and denomination. And many of us often go to churches different from our own to watch their ceremony. For instance, when the Jewish holiday of Passover comes around, Christian neighbors often visit at the synagogues where services are being held. In that way, we get to know how others worship the same God and so understand them better. Well, you know, gang, that's a treat that very few boys and girls in other parts of the world ever enjoy. They aren't lucky enough to have the wide mixture of peoples in their countries that we have here, and their countries are the worst for it. So, gang, just remember that it's the differences between people that makes life in America richer and more interesting. Just as we wouldn't all want to look alike or dress alike, so we wouldn't want Americans to be all of one religion or one race or one nationality. We'd be missing too much fun, and we probably wouldn't be the strong, rich nation that we are. Let's learn to appreciate that fact. the adventures of Superman. Willie Snyder, the ex-convict who left his fingerprints in Superman's apartment, has appeared badly wounded at the door of Biggie Conroy, a racketeer chieftain and his henchman, a piano player whom he calls Chopin. After dragging the wounded man into his home, Conroy asks, What are you doing here, Snyder? I, I gotta see you, Biggie. I got something big. Yeah, what is it, Willie? Shut up, Chopin. Now look, Snyder, 
You gotta get out of here. You're hot. Every cop in town is looking for you. I know, I know, but you gotta listen to no, me. No, beat it. I got enough trouble without you jamming me up with the cops. Go on, I'll scram. No, no, listen. Throw you... him out, Chopin. Oh, wait a minute, will you, Piggy? He's hurt. He's hurt bad. Well, what do yeah. I care? Mayor White and Inspector Henderson have been bragging their necks to get something on me. Now, if this jerk is found here, I'm a dead duck. But, Piggy, you gotta listen. Piggy's wife, Willie. Come on, shove off. Look, what I got... and thrilling things happen on Monday, fellows and girls, so don't fail to listen. Be sure to tune in again on Monday, same time, same station, for Chapter 4 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 